there. Welcome to another episode of Founder's Journey. I'm your host, Josh Pickford, founder of Bear Metrics. This week, we are talking about how things uh, that startups obsess over or love to obsess over don't actually matter. So when you're just getting started, everything feels like a big deal. Everything. The tiniest things can turn into huge showstoppers that drain time and in many cases money. But the longer you're in the game, the more you realize how few things actually matter. Seriously, almost nothing is actually a big deal. But man, do we founders love to make things a big deal. Of course, everything's a big deal. The entire existence of our company hangs in the balance. That thing we're trying to make a decision on, yeah, it's either going to give us the most hockeyest of hockey stick growth, or it will literally send our company into the startup equivalent of the upside down. So what are some of the things that founders like to stress over that really, at the end of the day, don't matter? Lucky for you, I have a list. Now, the caveat here is that, sure, there are instances where these things do matter. Startups, much like life, are rarely black and white. Growth and progress happens in those gray areas, the parts where there are no definitive right and wrong answers, where you may never know if a given decision actually had an effect on things. Ultimately, your success is the sum of all your decisions, not any singular move. Now, the list. So first up is swag. Startups love swag. T-shirts, socks, stickers, tote bags, water bottles, pins, crocheted monkey hats, and rocks. Yes, you name it, a startup has slapped their logo on it. Uh, everyone loves a nice, soft startup tee with your favorite payment processor or hipster meal replacement logo on it, but swag has exactly zero to do with growth and is a waste of your time and money in the early days. I remember an episode of uh, Shark Tank where Mark Cuban lost his mind over a business that came in talking about how their growth strategy was going to be passing out t-shirts. And with good reason. Logos on swag or anywhere else for that matter are about branding, and branding is an exceptionally long game. It's something that can take years to see any fruit from. When you're starting out, you aren't even sure if your company is going to be around in six months, let alone five years. Next up is winning every customer. So I'm going to say this and you're going to balk. Uh, you should turn away some customers. Now, whether it's the competitive nature of founders or just delusion around thinking your product will be a perfect fit for everyone under the sun, too many founders get obsessed with closing every deal and bending over backwards for every potential customer. It's easy to get caught up in the prospect of some big customer coming uh, on board, but what happens is you start building in some features just to satisfy this one potential customer that you may not even get. Uh, you start pushing your team to work faster and harder just to win single accounts, and it ultimately creates a messier product and a frustrated team. Uh, there will be many times that you need to tell customers we're just not the right fit for you. Uh, next up is a long-term business plan. So uh, it can be fun to think about the future, but planning more than a year down the road is mostly a waste of your time. Technology and industries change too fast, and your ability to estimate time is too terrible. Uh, there are too many variables to be able to accurately plan that far in advance. So getting worked up over your business plan not going to plan is a waste of breath. Um, next is the competition. So few things stir up emotions in business the way that competition does. Uh, every move a competitor makes feels like a personal attack, but the fact is the competition doesn't matter. It's so easy to fall into the habit of checking up on what your competition is doing. You start checking their blog regularly to see if they've released any new features. You add their name in Google Alerts. You follow them on Twitter, all so you don't miss out on their next big move. But here's the problem. Following the competition puts you perpetually one step behind. It makes you reactive instead of proactive. When you built your product, you built it because you were able to solve a problem in a unique way. 
When your customers signed up for your service, they did it because they also believed in the way you were solving a problem. Once you start trying to feature match your competition, you're no longer solving your, your customers' problems. You're solving your, comp your competitors' customers' problems, and chances are you're not even doing it that well. Next up is having an office. So being all in the same place every working hour of every day just isn't necessary anymore. The pros of hiring from anywhere on earth and giving your team flexibility of schedule to live and work in the setup that they choose far outweighs any of the cons. So yes, being in the same place does make collaboration easier, but collaboration isn't the end game. Um, the only flip side of this is that Everyone doesn't love working remotely. I totally understand how some people much prefer being in an office with their uh, coworkers to another setup. So there's a time and place for it, but too many companies have literally gone out of business because they got a fancy office space and refused to hire outside of their city, making the cost of hiring exponentially higher and adding massive uh, overhead. Next up is the next feature. As a founder, you ooze optimism. It's, it's a necessary coping mechanism to deal with the volatile ups and downs of creating something out of nothing. But that becomes problematic uh, when you're still finding product market fit as it makes you believe that next feature will be the feature that solves all of your product's problems. And it just won't. Andrew Chen calls this the next feature fallacy. Features don't grow businesses, solutions grow businesses. That's not to say features don't matter, but progress isn't made by shipping features, it's made by solving problems. So. Like I said, solutions grow businesses, and ultimately solutions are the sum of all the parts, the features, marketing, onboarding, customer support, the whole bag. Um, next is A-B testing. So A-B testing is something that feels like a good use of your time and feels like progress, but it's incredibly misleading. On the outset, uh, very few companies have enough top of funnel anything to actually get statistical significance. So traffic, leads, signups, trials, clicks, whatever. Very few companies actually get enough of those things to run a valuable A-B test. So Lars Lofgren, who has a growth at I Will Teach You To Be Rich and previously at Kissmetrics, um, has a great article on A-B testing that lays out exactly why this is problematic. So in that article, he mentions uh, only launching variants that have 99% statistical significance. And what you'll find is that most times it would take actual years for you to run enough traffic through your test to get that kind of significance. On top of that, most companies stand to get much larger upticks in revenue from things like raising prices, offering upsells, or improving onboarding. And final thing here um, that, that companies uh, like to obsess about uh, that don't really matter are metrics. What? Yes, metrics. Uh, I think most companies care too much about them. Namely, they care about metrics when they don't actually have any. I've had countless conversations with young companies where they're freaking out over a 25% increase in churn, but when I look at their data, we find they only have four customers. Um, or the inverse, which I was very guilty of in the early days, was celebrating 30% month-over-month growth when we were doing $1,000 a month in MRR. It's really easy to get huge growth rates when you're making nothing. Uh, then you start extrapolating that growth for years to come and think you're going to be making millions in no time. There's a time and place for data, unquestionably, but obsessing over data when you've got very little of it is only a distraction. That's all for this week. What about you? What are, what are some of the things that you've found that just don't matter? Shoot me a note, josh at bearmetrics.com or on Twitter at Spigford. Um, and um, let's see, what else? Housekeeping stuff. If you like this, if you like Founders Chat, share it with your friends. That means a lot. Um, you know, adding a rating on iTunes goes a long way. Um, what else? As usual, I'm terrible at ending, ending these things. Um, let's see. I feel like I'm forgetting something here. It's been a while, but either way, you know, these episodes kind of come sporadically. 
hopefully we'll have another one uh, you know in a few weeks or something um okay that's all i want to stop rambling thanks for listening and um see you around